This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. When I'm on my way to drop off the kids at school and I'm on about five hours of sleep and I haven't had my coffee yet, I'm truly one of a kind. Yeah, this sounds like the beginning of a horror movie. It is. But there is one thing I can do immediately to bring some comfort and calm to the situation and keep me moving forward. Eat Keebler Sandies. I like to think that if the good-looking guy was still around, sitting on the couch, comforting himself about not getting into college, he'd ditch the Cocoa Puffs and down some Keebler Sandies instead. Mixed with chocolate syrup? Ooh, why not? When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat to keep you going. Each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by the Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. The next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for Keebler Sandy shortbread cookies to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. When it comes to Pod Meets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to 303 mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever. And as you know, we are tech heads. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger. And with the available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car, backyard or side yard. Hyundai, it's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. So we were all just in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina for a convention. And I had one of the most embarrassing moments slash run-ins of my entire life. Was it with a celebrity in the green room or it's with a, a celebrity fan? in the green room? Ce- oh, great. Okay, oh, you ready? Yay. I'm so excited. Wait, let me get my popcorn. <laughs> What happened? So, Hold on, let's let's take guesses. Was it with a? It wasn't with a wrestler because I, I, no. I, I. You have good rapport with wrestlers. I have a great rapport with wrestlers. No, okay. was it gonna, a boy bander? Nope, not a okay. boy bander. Uh, she's okay. good hands. <laughs> so it had to have been an actor. And it was an actor. Somebody you didn't know who they were. No, no, you, I did know who they were. Oh God! Had you dated this person? No, definitely okay. not. Okay. Okay. Did I date this person? Definitely not. Okay. Okay. Now I'm confused. We're eliminated. Who's left? Seriously. <laughs> Richard Dreyfus. 
Okay, yeah. what happened? It's Richard Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus. Danielle and I dated for several weeks. <laughs> what happened? Okay, so beautiful, beautiful, cold. <laughs> I you guys know am, what that is? No, is no that one gets that reference. Mr. Holland's no. opus oh, when Mr. he's singing oh, to his son it. and he's singing beautiful. Okay, sorry, go on. Okay, okay, so I'm sitting at a table. Me. We're about to leave. I'm waiting on a notification that our van that takes us all to the airport is ready to leave. And a man comes up to me with a hat on and he squats down next to me and he goes, hi, uh, my name is so-and-so. Don't remember his name. I am Richard Dreyfus's agent. Oh, I was there for this. I saw you talking to him. Yeah, you I was were, at the table. You were there for this whole moment. I was moment. busy. Yeah. You were here for this whole moment and you oh, didn't God. know what happened. But you're I gonna, no when, you, when you, you hear me tell it, you're going to absolutely die. I'm so excited. <laughs> so he comes up to me and he says, my daughter came to your table on Friday and said hi to you. And you were so nice. And I just wanted to thank you because you really made her day. And I said, that's so sweet. Thank you so much for even telling that to me. And obviously anytime she, if we're ever in another one of these together, just, you know, have her come up to me and hang out with me in the green room and let's talk and whatever. And sure enough, he points that she's out in the green. She comes over, she starts talking to me again. We're having this great conversation. And then she walks away and I'm still talking to him. We're talking about different conventions and different events and just work stuff. And all of a sudden, Richard Dreyfus and I believe his wife or another an older woman is standing in front of me and there's a younger person with them, a woman, and she's holding a camera and she has her arm out to Richard Dreyfus's agent and me. And we have just been at a convention where all we're doing. So you pose for a photo that nobody wanted. Yeah. <laughs> she's holding her arm out. And I think she's asking me to, take to a photo get with into you. this picture with her <laughs> and Richard Dreyfus. So I stop my conversation with the agent. I okay. jump up and go to stand next to her, the young woman who I thought was asking me for a picture. Right. But she then gets out of it. And I am now just standing next to Richard Dreyfus and his wife. And the woman then holds up the camera and she takes a picture of it. And right before she takes the picture, I feel Richard Dreyfus go, huh? And the woman <laughs> who I'm facing also goes, mm. and I realize, what am I doing right now? You just no inserted one yourself me, into, no nobody one wants, wants you me there. in this picture. And what right. I realize after the fact is that she was trying to get the agent to stop talking to me so, so that could he go. could take a picture of her with, with Richard, Richard Dreyfus. Dreyfus. And then when I jumped up, she was like, I don't, I guess you're taking a picture with Richard Dreyfus. It was, it was one oh. of those moments where then, by the way, it all happened so fast. Like, thankfully I didn't have to live in the awkwardness of any of it. Cause I didn't even realize what happened right, until right. after I had already walked away. Right. But I have now thought of it multiple times since yep. it happened and yep. audibly gone. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my oh God. God. Like I yeah. just full and body shivers. For the rest of your for life. For the rest of my life. This woman has a picture of me and probably Richard Dreyfus. And Richard Dreyfuss is probably going, what? Who's it's this? on her camera. So it was never on your camera? Nope. Did you not didn't my, give her your I email? I don't have it. So, so nope. she's nope. got a picture. Uh, nope. Oh I, by the way, this I love that This is legendary if you are out there. Please post please this picture. Send please picture. send it to podmeetsworldshow.com. Everyone or is oh. so confused and I... Oh, I it, love it will keep that. me up. It will keep me up at night. So... No, you, you can... Okay, the way, the way you think about it really intensely three times and then really? let it go. That's is the that rule. 
That's yeah, the rule. Because anything more than three no. times and you're obsessing. So you think, think about, about it. Like, allow yourself time. to like really think about it right. and count how many. Okay, I'm thinking about it and like go through the whole process. This okay. maybe counts as one. This is and my count. You, you yeah. think about something three times and then you let it go and you never no. really think about it again. Obsess <sighs> about it forever. <laughs> think about what you could have done and don't ever sleep. I think it's hysterical. I, but yeah, I mean, it's so funny how the rules of like conventions and fan recognition in general, like you get into this pattern of like arm out camera and and it becomes like its own thing. Right. And, and, and people, you have to, as the person, you know, behind the table or the the celebrity that's being asked, you have to sort of just take control of the situation because it is awkward. And, and fans don't always know they're like, come up to our table and they're like, hi, I'm here to meet you. And, I right. guess I have to pay for a photo or you know, it's always, you know, it's, yeah. and then there's other times they know exactly what they want and what they're there for right. and what to sign. And they want right. you to, you know, and so you, if there, if there's any awkwardness, you're supposed to kind of jump in and be the one who yes. knows what's going and on. I so don't I don't like blame you. Anybody I would totally to feel that. uncomfortable. I don't want anyone oh. to ever feel like they have to worry about asking me. So right. if I sense that somebody is even kind of wanting a photo, I'll be the one to suggest it. Did you want to take a photo? Get your phone out. Do you want to take a photo? Like I do. I, I, yeah. So That's anyway, great. Richard Dreyfus hates me and <laughs> thinks I'm a psychopath. Anyway, if you have a photo of me and Richard Dreyfus and another woman where Richard Dreyfus looks like, what the F what is, is this woman doing? Richard Dreyfus. Please send it to podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com. I am number one Richard Dreyfus fan, Danielle Fischel. Welcome to Pod Meets World. I'm Ryder Strong. And I'm Will Friedle. This Sunday, we will be in Orlando, Florida, as Pod Meets World comes to Hard Rock Live. And we're bringing along Tony Quinn. That's right. Join us at 90s Con in Tampa all weekend, then drive up to Orlando. It's about two hours away. We know this because I've Googled it about 25 times. And say hello. There are genuinely only a few tickets left, so don't miss your chance to join in on the festivities. And we have so many live shows now, including Philadelphia on September 30th at the Met, where we will be joined by Trina McGee, Tony Quinn, and Philly's own Matthew Lawrence. This is going to be an incredible night of fun, and tickets are still available. And Texas, you have been very adamant that you needed to see us live, so we just announced we will be in Dallas and Austin to kick off 2024. And those tickets are available now. Go see all the cities we'll be visiting at podmeetsworldshow.com and see us in your town. Or a town nearby, because remember, Orlando is only two hours away. We talk a lot about moms on this podcast and how important they are to us. Absolutely. Without Jen Fischel, what pictures would we post on our social media? But above and beyond all the incredible mom things they did for us, laundry, dinners, let us travel to Los Angeles alone to chase our dreams of acting. Will, what what else was your mom doing? Uh, my mom was also running all three courts in Connecticut while authoring books. Wow. Well, whether your mom was a legal trailblazer or just the greatest source of inspiration and care in the world, this Mother's Day, she deserves some flowers. You are right. And that's why I'm sending mine farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And while I'm teaching you things, how about 25% off your entire Books order so you can join us in treating our mothers to a beautiful arrangement? Love it. Here's why I like the Books Company. They are different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. That's really cool. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Your mom is unique, so she deserves flowers just as special. 
And Books is simple. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code WORLD for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code WORLD. Books promo code WORLD. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by the experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. As a podcast focused on reliving memories from our past, I can tell you firsthand, as you get older, your memory just isn't as reliable as it used to be. Yeah, if we didn't have Will here, there would be a lot of dead air. <laughs> that is true, Robert. Well, guys, since I know you need a little help, you're going to love Legacy Box. It's the safest way to digitize your home videos and pictures, even when you think you don't have a way to watch them anymore. Oh, this is perfect, especially with Mother's Day right around the corner. It really is the perfect gift for the whole family, whether it's a sweet 16 or college graduation. First steps or performing a Backstreet Boys dance in between scenes on your childhood network sitcom. This is the way to reconnect with your history. The process is so easy. You just fill your legacy box with old VHS or camcorder tapes, pictures, negatives, film reels. I mean, they even work with over 15 different types of analog media, so they have you covered. Then you just send the box back and their team professionally digitizes everything by hand in the U.S. And you'll get it all back on the cloud or on a thumb drive along with your originals. I recently sent off my first box to Legacy Box and I got into my old storage unit and found about 40 tapes, all different media. And I was able to label each one and send it off. I cannot wait to see what these tapes hold. Jensen and I also recently got some of his home videos digitized and being able to hear his parents' voices again has been a real gift. So join over 1.5 million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories. Go to LegacyBox.com slash world to save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale ever. It's time to connect with your past and make sure those memories are preserved properly. That's LegacyBox.com slash world. So today we are going to recap season three, episode 10, Train of Fools. It originally aired December 15th, 1995. The synopsis is with no mode of transportation to get to a New Year's Eve party. The teens and Eric's supermodel date have no choice but to spend the holiday in an abandoned subway car. It was directed by Jeff McCracken. It was written by Susan Myers and Judy Toll. And it guest stars Angela Visser as supermodel Rebecca Alexa, like me, she started her career on Harry and the Hendersons. Aww, she also appeared nice. on a ton of shows, including 90210, Blossom, Baywatch, and Friends. She also appeared in a movie called Killer Tomatoes Eat France, which has a real munchy strikes back possibility, yeah. if you ask me. 
Yeah. Then we have Wendy Pitts as Janine, Brooke Thies as Valerie. She was Debbie in Nightmare on Elm Street 4, and Wendy Lubbock on 40 episodes of Just the Ten of Us. Hmm. Wesley Jonathan is TJ, and as mm. shouted out by our friends Bra Meets World, known as a lead on What I Like About You with Amanda Bynes. Yep. He also played Sweetness in Roll Bounce, and we will be having him on soon once the strike clears and members of yes. SAG can come on and hang out with us. So you guys can yeah. look forward to that. He and I did a short film together. We, we, oh. we played partners and, as cops. It was fun. He's a great oh, guy. He's a how great guy. Were, yeah. How old were yeah. you guys as cops? 27, 28. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, That's this is when we were, I was older. Yeah, yeah. For some okay. reason I pictured you at like 17 and I was like, yeah, that yeah, feels. Yeah, kid cops. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. kid cops. like 21 <laughs> Jump Street, but even yeah. younger. Like 21 exactly. Jump Street in middle school. Yeah. I think it might be the only time I've ever played a cop. It was a short mm. film. It was a long short film. It was like 30 minutes. John Huertas is an, a good friend of mine directed it. He, I had been on Castle and he was one of the actors on Castle and he went and made his own short film and he brought me on as a cop. It was so fun. Nice. Um, oh. Yeah. Well, also guest starring Don Maxey as Lynn and Charisma Carpenter as Caterer. She yeah. is well known for her time on Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel with a small but memorable part here in this episode of Boy Meets World. Oh, so memorable. So memorable. So you- A plus episode, right, guys? Maybe maybe best of best of Did you hate show? it? Oh. I think this is hands down the worst episode of Boy Meets World. Sorry to <laughs> really? anybody who loved it. Oh my God, hands down the worst episode of Boy Meets I don't know that it's hands down the I worst, have, but I have I so like many it. positive, I, it was the worst. Like, I have positive memories. memories and I think people yeah. have positive memories about this episode because there are so many bits in it. Like yeah. there right. are so many weird little things, but oh my God, no, I can't, I, I, I can't believe you guys are even giving it. I mean, it's, I didn't hate we it. Have, There are episodes that I don't like for, uh, you know, I disagree with the way the characters are behaving or like problem. But this is just like, I just think this is kind of a bad episode, like performance wise, story wise. uh, It even kind of looks weird to me. Like there's no, no, like nothing about this episode works for me. I'm sorry. Like this is. The, yeah. You know, the, you, I would say like uh, before this, I the one that we did where the where you didn't get your um your driver's license like that crazy night episode. Right, right, yeah, I yeah. put this in the same category. It's like sort of a farce episode that doesn't connect to the rest of the show at all. And are you kidding me with the Turner storyline? Like, what is that? I the Turner storyline is flabbergasting. Most non like what is happening? It is super bizarre. It is out of nowhere, and they are clearly trying to. A, use Alex somehow, and B, do an adult like storyline friends like, yeah, you know, like a, friend, exactly this is this is the the quintessential try to make it more like friends thing oh. was this episode but I didn't I'm sorry I didn't hate it I didn't I just I didn't hate it it wasn't my favorite episode that's certainly true but I'm and I could seriously be conflating how much fun we had filming yes, it. because I also have very positive memories of filming it. This was a, so much fun filming it that that, to me, bled into watching the show. Because I, I couldn't completely dissect myself from how much fun I had this week and how much I remember this week. And all the fun I had with all the actors that were on the show and all the fun we had pretending to stop the the, yeah. the, the train and them shaking the train and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I think that probably bled into my rewatch because I just had so much fun filming it yeah. that it was. And it was a brutal week, too. I mean, I remember at one point looking at yeah. Jeff at Jeff's shot list and it was like people were making fun of him, including himself, where it was like there was like 50 yeah, shots on one page. I don't page. think we shot yeah. anything in front of an audience. No, I don't think all. so either, which definitely changes the dynamic of the show. But um, yeah, I didn't I didn't hate it as much as you did. I 
didn't hate it as much as Ryder didn't as much as Ryder hated it, but I also don't like it as much as Will likes it. I'm yeah. somewhere in between the two of you. <laughs> I didn't you. love I, it, but I, I didn't hate it. I strongly don't like it. Fair enough. Let's jump into our recap. We start in the Matthews kitchen. Sean in the leather jacket. Leather jacket. Hold on to the night. <laughs> no, like, I think this is when it's, it's got to be mine from now on, right? Oh, like, my gosh. I'm it has entering because it was yours like last week in Ravon. Yeah. Right. But I feel you stole like. If I'm this starting is the episode wearing it, it's so big on me. It just looks better on you, which is a sad truth. But no, it looks better. It looks best on Danny. Yeah, of course. I mean, it says it fits Danny perfectly. So, right. yeah, that's it's like oh, it's but man. I, I, I feel like now it's Sean's like this what, running into the kitchen and it just felt like, OK, OK, maybe maybe now it's going to stay with me. So, well, let's we'll see. see. We'll, we'll see. see. He runs into the Matthews kitchen to tell Corey he got them a limousine for New Year's. Corey is surprised to hear it. Limousine, he asks. Sean says, yeah, it's short for limo. His uncle Laszlo has a stretch limo and isn't busy that night, so he's going to be their chauffeur. Mm. I love that he is a limo and is a chauffeur and isn't busy on New Year's Eve. Of course. Well, well we don't he know why. He, 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 he has a, he well, has he has a, a hearse. hearse. Right. And that's the whole point. <laughs> that is the whole point. Right? No whole one point. dies on New Year's Eve. <laughs> Corey says Topanga is going to love the limo and they can go to any party anytime. Mr. Feeney remember how exciting limos were? Like the idea of a limo? yeah. And that's not not a thing anymore. Like, you don't, people don't drive limos anymore. They do still for dances. some, yeah. I feel like if they do, they do like SUVs that are Yeah, yeah, with a jacuzzi in the back. Is that? No, really? Yeah, Uh, yeah, there are those, but yikes. Or I just remember remember when in like the 80s, like, I mean, we're talking like, you know, 1985 through 95 if you had a limousine oh yeah like it yeah. was just and well it think was about the it when we went ever. to the aerosmith concert we rented a limo did we oh i don't remember that I, at all i went in a limo yeah. i think yeah yeah we rented a limo it was cool wow. it was so cool the yeah, like, the best. Like, indy the doesn't know that's been what, sitting there forever yes. indy has no idea what a limo is and doesn't care like I had to yeah. explain to him what a limousine was once, and he was like, "Why would you want that? Because you don't right. you don't see them. Like it's not as much of a thing. But it's you like, want it doesn't them have because the have you ever wanted twelve of your best friends to go in one car? Yeah, right. yeah, or to of fall course. asleep on the seat. But see, as nowadays you're they have somewhere. party buses. Like that's yeah, what that's you get. A party bus with like a stripper pole in the middle. Like yeah, right. that's what you'd get. Right? Who doesn't want to see their friend strip? So. <laughs> Corey, Mr. Feeney runs in, sporting a cool-looking Normcore jacket, asking where Amy and Alan are. His cab for the airport is leaving, and all he has are traveler's checks. Remember traveler's checks? Of course. Mm-hmm. They're, they're great. I can't believe that was also a thing. Yeah. You can still like him get running them. in and talking about COD. Yeah. It's like all these, like... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, running in. It's the nineties. Running, he's just running, going. It's the nineties. My it's swatch 90s. watch is broken. We haven't figured I, out <laughs> exactly. We haven't figured out how money could just be transferred easily. I'm looking All it up in the phone book, and I need cash for the cab, man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So Mr. Feeney runs in, his, he's, his cab for the airport is leaving, and all he has are traveler's checks. Sean loves the idea that Feeney is asking them for money. Feeney admits he's hit bottom, and Sean says, welcome. The cab is honking outside, and Feeney is worried about kissing his week in the Bahamas goodbye. Corey says Feeney is in luck, and he starts to take out some money, but then Sean steps in, saying, I got this. And he says, would 20 bucks get him to the airport? When Feeney says yes, Sean turns and asks Corey to borrow $20. <laughs> this is all great. This is great. I hated this so much. Oh, I think this is cool because I'm banter. so bad. Okay, look, no, I think I think like me turning and saying, like me being excited, like the yeah. setup is perfect. Uh, like, yeah. oh, you Sean finally it. has one I've over on I've got Feeney. this. Yeah, but like, in, I don't know, like nothing happens. Like then I just sort of 
flaunt a $20 bill and he grabs it and runs away. I was like, well, where's the, like, what does Sean want? Like, this is a chance for Sean to really get something out of Feeney. But and he does. I just, he no, does. We, I mean, I think with the whole, you know, if you thought ahead. Right. If I had performed that better or if I had been like, I don't know, done a Feeney impression, like said something a little bit more Feeney. Instead, it just, it just felt like a missed opportunity. It felt like a nudge in the right direction. I was so excited for it. I was like, oh, this is a great bit. And then I just realized, has there really been any good Sean Feeney combinations? Ever, like ever? Yeah. Like has Sean ever had a good scene with Feeney? Oh, wow. There no. had to have been. No. There no. has to be. You're right. No, no there really isn't. Other There's no little- dynamic here. And that's why this moment felt so weird to me is that it was like, oh, this feels like it should be a good moment. Like Sean should have a relationship with Feeney. And then I realized he, uh, we have never had a scene. We never have had a scene with just the two of us. No. It's always filtered by Corey. And I'm always just the sort. Oh, wait, wait. When we, when, when Feeney and me played cards, cards. we played poker. And meet Feeney. And meet in Meet Feeney, yeah. Right. That was like he really the in. only, when that. he was like on my level and like being like a student, that was yeah. a fun dynamic. But other than that, I can It's one-liners. Think. It's like something it's, creepy exactly. underboat yes. Andy. It's like moments. Right. Yes. You have those, right. you have those stolen moments, right. but. So this just felt weird to me. I, I, it felt like, I don't know. I just, I, I wanted to go, go back and redo the performance badly. Cause I like, I don't know what's going on. I just, I seem like low energy or like my voice is too low yeah, you or did something. A, you did a little like no sell. You were you because yeah. you could have been I, if you had been a little bigger about whoa, 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 Corey. Exactly. Really I milk the moment. Like this. Yeah. I got this. And then, and then yeah, so 20 bucks Feeney. and like been exactly. really insecure yeah. about it. Corey, 20 like, bucks, yeah. Exactly. I just barrel. I just was not happy playing this. Well, moment, I obviously. was big enough for all of us in this episode. <laughs> sure. I thought yes, you, you were. I thought you were so. pretty good, Will. But you had to be. I mean, truthfully, it was again, big, we, but fun. It was big, yeah. but also you only had one thing. You again, it was like girls. The we were back to girls for you. The yeah. stakes for you yeah. were just Rebecca Alexa as a supermodel. That's it. And that at least have Eric to- redeems himself by sexually assaulting someone at the end. You're right. Well, that's true. So there's there that. Is that. He thing. learned his lesson. She's into just it, grab them and she kiss throws them. The, she throws the thing. Just so, grab okay. them and kiss them. So Feeney begrudgingly takes the $20 and runs out to his cab. Sean yells after him, Penne Arabiata. I Corey, didn't get this joke at all. This came I mean, out of nowhere. Like, I didn't I remember this that. joke because what? I think I said it for years. Like, Penne Arabiata is the, like, but he's not going to Italy. Right. Which that's made what some I, sense. Is that what he thinks it is, though? He thinks he's going to. No, he thinks no. he said something in Spanish. Really? Is I that think what he it is? He said is something that, in I, Spanish. Okay. Yeah. I thought, okay. okay. Yeah, I have no idea what the joke is. I thought it was that I'm speaking I Italian because I'm like being like a mob boss or a mafia guy. or I don't. Like, I was like, I have no idea. I was with That makes once. sense, though, Danielle. If he thinks he said something in Spanish because he's going to the Bahamas. I know that doesn't really make any sense either, but I do no. think he thought it was a little bit of like a bon voyage. Like he was saying. Okay. A bon voyage, sense. but it was. But it should have been something related to the Bahamas, right? Because they don't speak Spanish in the Bahamas, no, do they? They do not. No. no, or bon or something with bon voyage, you know. But I do think it was re- right. So I don't know. Bon appetit, I, I, you know, something like something like that makes more yeah. sense. I just didn't <laughs> get it, that joke. It also just doesn't make any sense because, as we learn in later episodes, Sean speaks multiple languages. I, well, we've already established I speak French, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. then I, sp- I think I speak Italian in the Mob Boss episode. Yeah, you're I an idiot, Savant, and Dutch later, too. You and didn't Dutch. think this the is... continuity was going to follow through our episodes, did <laughs> no, you? No, but at least the joke should be set up and make some sense. It makes no sense. Okay. No, you're right. Anyway. Okay. So Corey episode, tells guys. Sean he Bad. just wished Feeney a spicy pasta and Sean lies and says he knows. And from the other room, we hear yelling. 
and they run into the Matthews living room. Eric is yelling, oh my phone God. Acting. Phone acting. I've come to realize just, just, the phone that we had just shuts off when you close the, the thing. That's, that's what, what you think. That that's for sure. Thing. That yes, is we not have a, a thing. We have did a not exist. Those it's antennas a did not. Phone. Those no. antennas did not do that. <laughs> no, ever. they did not. It's bad. I even wrote in giant letter: bad phone acting. Like yeah, we don't got, turn it off again. Bad facting everywhere in this episode. So Eric is yelling, "Oh my god!" And no, no, no way on the phone. He hangs up, throws Corey the phone, and says, "Ah cha cha." <laughs> Like you do. Amy and Alan run in wondering if something is wrong, and Eric thanks his parents for giving birth to him. Also, the living room is decked out in Christmas Christmas stuff. It's the Christmas. Wow. It's the Christmas. They are hitting Christmas. They are hitting Christmas hard. This must be the Christmas episode. Eric tells everyone he has a dream date on New Year's Eve with supermodel Rebecca Alexa. Corey and Sean can't believe it. The jeans girl with the and the Eric says yes, and he is loving life. And then mention Jason. Exactly. Mention Jason. Don't He's see Jason, alive. but mention it's, Jason. Yeah. What is it? Jason's second cousin or Jen, like, yeah, Jason's friend cousin? Of Jason's cousin, cousin or Jason's yeah. second cousin. It's like, oh, they mentioned we mentioned Jason, who apparently yeah. were not hanging out on New Year's together. No, definitely not. Nope. Um, but I'm gonna be going out with a supermodel because they yeah. often come to date high school boys. I don't know if you're aware of that, but a lot of supermodels are known. It's a it's a for known trend of supermodel high school in boy Philly. in <laughs> Philadelphia. I'm um, but yes, supermodels. Like that's a big thing. That taken is not, on dates, but not considered trophies. No, no. don't don't for one second. <laughs> no, she wants to know that this could really lead could to really a lead to something real. The that's why she this 16, she knows that seventeen year old boy could lead to some real thing. Yeah, yes. that's what she's hoping for. That's why she's so offended. That's why she's offended. It's, it's an odd storyline. I mean, line. come on. It's what odd. is happening? I'll, I'll this is the that. central plot of this story. I know. Of this I, I don't this plot. Because is... otherwise, there's no conflict for the next 10 minutes, by the way. We are going to sit <laughs> in this living room and watch people talk about their clothing for 10 more minutes. Like, that's what's going to happen. And they're well, just going to get rides. And then, and then That's everybody's going to like talk about what they're doing that night and how they look and then what they think about how the other person is looking. It's the weirdest episode. There's no it conflict. Is. There's no story. It is There's so weird. There's nothing it's happening. Fun. But I get to pratfall twice, oh. which I'd never done before uh, on on uh, the show. So this is okay, the start so of Eric being pratfall It was. Okay. So Corey asks Eric how he scammed this, and Eric says she's Jason's second cousin and in from out of town. Eric explains that when the clock strikes midnight, he will be kissing those famous blonde lips of supermodel Rebecca Alexa in front of all of Philly. In happiness, he asks his parents to catch him in a bit of a trust fall, and they let him fall on his face. It was fun. So that was I remember having fun doing stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Made it all worthwhile. Yes. So, by the way, Jason Marsden. It so it's his second. She is his second cousin. Not even of like course, a that friend. Makes sense. Of his, yeah. Again, okay. this is all logical if you just think about it. And then we're back in the Matthews living room. It's continuing. Alan is rushing Amy downstairs to leave for New Year's so they can get it over with. Amy says she's still shaving, and Alan tells her to finish in the car. Eric First comes all, downstairs. I'm sorry. First of all, the the it's so adult. That you know the idea of going out for New Year's, it's like let's just get it over with. That's such a parent. I'm not even a parent, and just being married, it's like all right, let's go. Come on, let's go get. Let's Let's go do some New Year's. We're in our forties. We're going to pretend that this is something we like to do. Exactly. Get it over. New Year's just sucks. Can we all just say that? Sucks. It's the worst. And I remember as a kid. But I just remember as a kid feeling exactly what Corey and Eric. 
talking about on this episode is like all this pressure over yeah, yeah. one night and like you always and the worst part about it is like when I finally got old enough to just start making my own plans for New Year's yeah. people won't commit to plans on New Year's with you have you yeah. ever noticed it because they're all waiting for something better to come along or something right. bigger it's the worst night of the year it sucks. I hate it just stay I in with your it. friends Stay Sue and I like to wife. travel on New Year's, so we're like we'd like yeah. to celebrate New Year's somewhere else, which is I fine. like that. Just the we two of Jensen us somewhere. and I celebrated once in Thailand. It was really we enjoyed. So, we yeah. were still asleep by nine. It was great. We yeah. just don't do it. Yeah, we I did twenty twenty Amsterdam. We're doing one this year. Like it's it's fun. Like that's that's yeah. fun. So Eric comes downstairs wearing all black like a mime who shopped at Structure. And he asks Alan if he looks fat. Alan tells him it's just a date with a girl who happens to be a model. And Eric says, fatty, fat, fat, and walks off. Again. What a weird thing. It is. I didn't understand that either. Like, why is the first time why would Eric ever, ever think, about it? Yes. Why would he ever think that he's fat? You, you're like the skinniest person in the world. You know what's funny is I've put, I was like, I'd put on some weight by this point. To what? Compare, no, no, no. Compared to how creepy compared thin I how, was in season two. Right. And I wonder if somebody saw that and they're like, he should start questioning whether he's putting on weight. Or it's like, well, wait, clearly really? Michael had a thing with you and your weight because he I get, brought yeah, it up to you does in it. season one. And then does it later in the, in the thing too. Yeah, it was <sighs> very show. strange. It is so weird. It, 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 it yeah. was a weird I mention. Mean, it's one of those things that you would never do nowadays. Like, no. You would never no. want to present somebody like Eric being insecure about it. Wait, like that yeah, was very strange. I also don't understand how aim for going just again logically. Amy has sorry. pantyhose on and she was shaving her legs. Well, she's in also she went from shaving her legs to being well, maybe fully dressed in a gown in like thirty seconds. Well, that's what I mean. No, I she, she was shaving so her armpits because. She says shaving her legs. She does. So she's not. Yeah, Yeah. she says I'm I'm still shaving my legs. Yeah. Oh, I thought she said I'm still shaving. Mm. But let me tell you something. There was a. I remember it back in the day because I remember thinking, why would anyone do that? There was a um, a like trope, I guess, or women did this really, where you didn't shave your legs in the bath or the shower. So, Will, she did. She had like an electric razor. She already had her dress on and she was going over her legs with the electric oh, razor. But my point awful. is she she comes down within five seconds with pantyhose on. So because I thought if she's going to have bare legs, I buy it. She has she's fully dressed. She grabs the electric okay. razor and shaves her legs real quick with the electric razor. You're supposed but, to shave in the shower, right? You can. But if you have an electric razor, you can do it oh, on dry okay. skin out of it. it, it there's yeah, a bunch of different ways enough. to do it. But the I did think the same thing. But we're, okay. we're you know, we're not trying. Yeah. There's Logically. enough, I, there's I, enough I think really this, wrong with this episode. I, was gonna say I don't the think we need to find, need to find that. I'm still, I'm still, still on the supermodel that. dating Eric. Question. Yeah, I, that's totally normal for me. I my When I was a junior in high school, I had no friends, but I was dating a supermodel. <laughs> you were dating supermodels. I believe that. Absolutely. So Amy comes down in a long black dress. Really cute. Looks like a little tux, like a sexy tux. Uh, Alan is impressed and Amy thinks Eric looks handsome too. He asks, too handsome? Corey also makes his way downstairs to wait outside for Sean. Amy catches him and reminisces about when they were younger and they would stay home to watch the ball drop. Corey asks his dad, she's not going to cry now, is she? I think he looks Amish. In what he's <laughs> he, he, he looks a little, it's, it it's an interesting strange set of kind of, yeah, kind yeah. of yeah. setup. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't really love Corey's outfit, if I'm being honest. Eric says those old New Year's weren't fun. He was just stuck at home trying to pull raisinets out of Corey's nose while Alan and Amy were out partying. And Corey reminds him that without those shrimp forks, they might still be up there. All right, no conflict. No conflict. Nope. And this has happened in this entire nope, episode. No, nothing no, other than Amy run, making them run a little late. We are yet. all just sitting around talking about past things. And yep. what is happening? This is. The weirdest episode. Like I know. this, this whole, I was like, what? So besides Feeney, 
needing twenty dollars. There's literally right. been no conflict. Which, in this by the way, was so also not a conflict because you nope. had twenty dollars. Yeah. So you just right. gave it to right. her. And Sean lined up a limo. Like until we lose the limo, nothing bad right. has happened to any of our characters. Right. It's like a full. I think 10 they're minutes setting before. up the the farce that's gonna that is to come. You know, and that's the door opening and closing, and they're in the living room, and it's like, except it's don't just be so stupid. How can you be so stupid? How can you? And then it's like, why you got to take the subway? And oh, then the yeah, hard like, cut to the subway. Don't tell you know? me those many. That the amount of like. It couldn't possibly be this thing. And then that thing happens. It's literally right. the next line. There's three of them. It's so bad. <laughs> oh, Optical slips. Lazy, lazy, lazy. Amy oh. warns the kids to be careful because New Year's Eve brings out all the crazies. And right this on is the time, first one. Sean go- runs in saying, come on, everybody. Let's get, let's crazy. get crazy. I mean, just have me come in and be crazy. But no, you. I actually say... That's funny. It's like, it's so blatantly, ridiculously, obviously it brings out the crazies. Let's get crazy. I mean, it's like, come on. Yeah. I mean, look, man, if I played it better, I maybe could have sold it, but I am horrible in this episode. And it well, is none of us helping. are going to be winning an Emmy for this episode. If we're honest, I mean, no. none of us were, were nailing it, but it was, you know, it was just a farce romp craziness. Oh. Everyone looks outside at the limo, which is actually a hearse. And the horn lets out a whimsical death march tune. <laughs> Corey oh, says it looks Corey said that, that did make me laugh too. It the laugh. the death horn march is, is pretty did. funny. Or the death march horn is pretty funny. Yes. So Corey says it looks cool and Sean tells him to wait until he sees what's in the back seat. Which also there's a dead body. We 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 hear about it. Later. We're gonna pay it off. Weird shots to be on the outside of the door. I yeah. know. And That's all of us kind of stacked. Yeah, yeah. yeah stacked yeah. Oh, there. Did we actually shoot it? We must have actually been shooting it. Where on the side of the set, right? Yeah. Like from yeah. the direction of the, yeah. yeah well, because we had no nice. audience, we had time to set up all these shots where it was just like, all right, let's bring the camera around. We'll do yeah, this one. So we'll do that. I just can't imagine. I mean, it makes, you just don't have the budget, but like, this is the second time. Well, not the second. I'm sure we've done more, but like I, the other time was when Amy got her minivan, like to not show the reverse shot of the thing that you're talking about. I know. Like to it's not such a sitcom see thing. the yeah. car. Oh my yeah. God, it's ridiculous. It's such it a drives sitcom me crazy. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, we're yeah. all talking about looking at this thing. We're hearing this thing. Yeah. Show us the thing. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, it doesn't bother me at all. No, it's oh, such a sitcom God. thing. It's like, hey, what's over there is crazy. I know. You know? It's yeah. just like, you know, and I guess if, if we were watching a play, it would be the same thing, right? They'd be talking yeah. about the giant thing. And off- and it's yeah. never going to be as funny to see it as it is to hear your characters talking about it. No, and now no. you and your imagination, the and same way the, when you read a book, yeah. get to imagine what it must be. And I, the it doesn't death dirge playing oh, and all well, that yeah. All I can think so about funny. is the limitation of the form. Like, that's all I'm sitting there thinking. I'm like, whoa, we just don't have the time, the money, or the inclination to make this good. Oh, We're I just think gonna, it's funny. <laughs> I think it's great. I yeah. think it's great, too. It doesn't bother me. Too. No. Uh, Alan tells Eric to move his rusty car out of the driveway and Eric says Lucille might not be the most reliable car but it gets him where he needs to go and there's nothing they could do to pull him away from her I'm sorry to do this and nothing. I'm honestly asking because I don't I, I'm, I know it's been explained now and I'm trying to figure out the layout of the house yeah so we're looking out the front door of the Matthews is, is, is right. at the <laughs> hearse and my car right. Street. Um, right and in, by the way, in your driveway no, they oh. say get the rusty car out of our driveway. Oh, but Feeney no. exits towards the other way to the cab. Right. For right. his for his cab, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a, I it's, a, I, 
It's just an endless endlessly shifting Escher. Because it does. There's just stage left and stage right, or 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 camera left and camera right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just what's off stage is whatever we need at that moment. Okay, exactly. It's a tower. It's going to have to be. Matthew's house is a (laughs) tower. That's what it's going to like. The school. There's different levels of street. Yeah, and it's just which street we need. It is silo. Awesome. Okay, good. It does. It is true that this being the driveway being out front does lend for it being a backyard. Because right. the front of your house, it is. We, yeah, it we, is a backyard. Okay, everyone okay, knows yeah. it's a backyard. Will's just being difficult. No, I over. again. Then what's the? Bi- yeah, no, I know, I know. And then mm-hmm. what? I, I know. I'm not sure. It's, okay, it Amy is what it needs to be. Offers to let Eric drive their car, and he quickly ditches Lucille. Eric takes the keys and hands Amy the pliers that they're going to need to start his car. Good I gag. I like funny. that. That's that was a funny. Cute, that's yeah. a cute just, gag. You just handing but over pliers. Why did we? There has been no conflict, as we've discussed, up until None. this point. Well, Why yeah. did we need to circumvent already no conflict? Why not yes. just let Eric take his car, yes. and then that's why it breaks down? That's what I mean. This is a nothing scene. This is like, it, it, it is the weirdest episode <laughs> for like, until the subway breaks down. Like, it, the whole thing is just get them to the subway and have it. But you, well, why not make that an interesting journey? Because like, I think that's the irony, is that... He's no, specifically man, saying, farce. I'm giving you the good car and it's the good car that breaks down. Right. I think that's the point of the whole thing is it's like, had I just driven the car, it would have been fine. It would have been fine. But no, she wants him safe. She wants to make sure he's gone. So you're going to take the Corey good car just turns and it's down the good the car that breaks down. Like, remember, that it's like all these, yeah, there's all these weird, sense. that's just to make Corey culpable for, for you to be angry yeah, that with was Corey. Just, that, and that like, was weird. But wait, why yeah. did we, why couldn't Corey, like, just come up with another series of conflicts that are actually more engaging that make sense based on character to get us to the situation where we're stuck in a subway car, which is obviously what they wanted. This right, feels right. like this was written in like 20 minutes. It, <laughs> it was like, we just, we have this, and I have this beat, and uh, the pizza guy's doing deliver a baby, and they'll be twins, and you know, it's like joke on joke on joke on, get it in there. And it Do you guys remember that we interviewed him, the pizza yeah, guy? Yeah, we did, yes. Yeah. He was on he, our show. He was part of our background episode. Yeah, I think it is, it's just, it's a series of ridiculous events that get us to this thing. Yeah, I wish I those ridiculous seri- series of events had been funnier. Yeah, yeah. I don't disagree. Some of it makes no sense. But. Just have us take the subway to wherever we're going. Yeah. And get us to the subway. Like, all right, guys, we're taking the subway to this party. And then the subway breaks down and now you've got all your characters in where you need them. I have a very stupid question, which I don't know the answer to. And maybe you guys don't either. Is there a subway in Philadelphia? I had to look it up. Honestly, I was in Philadelphia last week. Yeah. Yeah. And my wife was like, well, can we just take the subway to wherever we were going? And I was like, I, is there a subway? And I was like, we did an episode of Boy Meets <laughs> World that took right. place on a subway. There must be a subway. But then when I was watching the episode last night, I was like, actually, is, is there? there? And I looked it up and there is somewhat of a subway, but there's only okay. like three lines. It's like okay. not and a real. limited stops. Okay. It's cl- they, they clearly are trying to make it New York. Like, right. This Obviously. feels like the New York subway. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. It yeah. does. Okay. Yes. Interesting. We talk a lot about moms on this podcast and how important they are to us. Absolutely. Without Jen Fischel, what pictures would we post on our social media? But above and beyond all the incredible mom things they did for us, laundry, dinners, let us travel to Los Angeles alone to chase our dreams of acting. Will, what what, what else was your mom doing? Uh, My mom was also running all three courts in Connecticut while authoring books. Wow. 
Well, whether your mom was a legal trailblazer or just the greatest source of inspiration and care in the world, this Mother's Day, she deserves some flowers. You're right. And that's why I'm sending mine farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And while I'm teaching you things, how about 25% off your entire Books order so you can join us in treating our mothers to a beautiful arrangement? Love it. Here's why I like the Books Company. They are different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. That's really cool. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Your mom is unique, so she deserves flowers just as special. And Books is simple. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code WORLD for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code WORLD. Books promo code WORLD. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh... Every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by the experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. So then we're in Turner's apartment. Mr. Turner and Mr. Williams are both excited to stay home for New Year's Eve. No suits, no ties, no spending $200 on a woman you hardly know. Jonathan says he was real close to ringing in the New Year with Janine, the clinger. And this is where it starts to have some real friends vibes. Yes. It's like the shift to 2030 somethings feels the most developed that it's ever been in this scene. Like, Absolutely. And and you're you're saying this passes as development? Uh No, it's yeah. just what they're trying. Yeah, they're oh, trying to man. throw us into like, you know these two, the 30 somethings who who feel young and vibey and you're like, yeah. wait, what? Um but yeah, I mean it Who again trying. have no conflict between the two of them. Like if they had No, set they're up, excited. Right, they're not even they're bummed. Big, But it makes no sense because then the conflict is women and, and it's like, okay, annoying women keep showing up. And and then, like, later on, Eli betrays everything he says in this scene. I know. Yeah. So, like, if this scene had been Eli, like, bad pitch. Eli just got dumped. Right. And we really wishes he had women around right now. Yeah. And Jonathan Turner is 
cheering him up saying, no, we don't need girls. Gross. Right. Or vice but versa to make it that? even doesn't more Alex funny. say that at the end? Eli says that at the end where he, where he says, he likes you, being around. You had all, no, he, he said, says, I you lied. Had all the, he said, he goes, I lied. Of course I want to be around women. Right. I mean, he does say that where it's like, yeah. you know, it's like the guy going, no, it doesn't hurt at all that she broke up with me. It's like, I lied. I'm dead inside. I mean, that's right. what I think he's saying right. is, is he's like, no, I lied. Of course I want to be around women. So right. I think but they, it is interesting to not set anything up with any conflict and then create conflict backwards by then saying, well, I was lying. <laughs> Yes, so that that's what I mean. This whole it's it's a very bizarrely written it is series. Yeah. Of- and it's just, it's a shame because I love watching Alex and Tony I know, together. Me too. Mm-hmm. I think they're great together. And it's just the storyline made no sense and was weird. But the two of them together on some other type of adult show, I would watch that all day. Totally. Yeah, so it was it was it was a strange kind of. Yeah. It was, Agreed. It was weird. Yeah. Eli says Jonathan should have stuck with Valerie, but two weeks with her was enough. She had too much baggage. On their first date, she had to bring a sky cab. Hey. Jonathan mentions running into Eli's ex, Rochelle. Writer's sister, Rochelle? Maybe. No, he uh, will my cons- sister was no, Stacy. Oh, yeah, right. It was, I it was will the best friend. Rochelle. I will consult with Rochelle. Yep. Yes. The death chair. Death chair Rochelle Uh, and says she didn't look so good, but he instantly admits he's lying to make Eli feel better. Eli says he knew that the guys are getting ready to sit down with their beers for a night off when the doorbell rings. They think it's the pizza, but it's new character alert. The aforementioned clinger Janine. She says she's not staying, but she saw his light on and wanted to check in on him. Saw his light on where? From the window downstairs? On New Year's Eve? On New Year's Eve? Okay. Dressed dressed up. I think it's an excuse to go see Jonathan. Right. Do you think? Janine tells Jonathan he looks thin, then offers to make him a lasagna. Jonathan wants to stop her, but Eli says, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's lasagna. Lasagna. Jonathan says, that's nice (laughs) of Janine, but they have pizza coming. What is And the doorbell (laughs) rings again. He opens the door, and it's... New character alert again, Valerie standing at the door with pizza. This The too much baggage girl. She rushes in to celebrate despite Turner not liking any of this. Then Valerie and Janine notice each other and squeal with excitement. They're apparently old pals. This building also has horrible security. Ter- I if think just no every- security. If everybody can just this? come to the door, you know, yeah. it's like you don't even have to buzz you up from downstairs. You're just nope, at the door. Just, there you go. Get in the elevator. Come right up. And also, then, does Sean still, as far as we know, Sean still lives with Mr. Turner, correct? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But Sean has, but Sean has plans. So. Right. But he's still but there. I'm going to be coming home. In the eventually. world there, right? He's still, that's, that's still where he lives God, as far as we know. That's a good point. I never even thought about that. Yeah. That's still your house. Right, but so what's your point? He shouldn't have people over for New Year's? No, 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 no. It's I'm just for my own edification. Just just doesn't feel like I'm a part of this world. It doesn't feel like like there is no acknowledgement of Sean. Yeah, Sean's out. We can God, we get to be together again. Like there was no kind of. That's all I meant. Is it just true? Yeah, just that would have been a great. It would have been a little casual mention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You also could have put Sean in with just the two of them. And had a had a, a, a storyline with the, the the two older guys and you because you didn't have a date, and right. that would have made a much more interesting B story I of kind of the three guys together and then the rest of us on the subway, right? As opposed to you just running around on the subway, right? Couples, yeah. couples yeah. on, yeah. I don't want to, yeah. That could have worked. Well, then we're in the Matthews living room. Corey and Sean storm back into the house. Not sure how they're going to make it to the party now without Uncle Laszlo's hearse. 
Sean says, it's not his fault. When you see a corpse is breathing, you have to take it back. It's the right thing to do, man. That's funny. a funny joke. That's funny. And then Topanga comes in and tells the boys, gee, guys, it's New Year's Eve. You are so annoying in this episode. I remember when we did this episode going, wait, but why is Topanga this person right now? Why? Topanga's never been the eternal, I will always be optimist. I have a bunch of ones. G guys, buck up buckers. buckers. And then you have your like breakdown where you say like, dude, it was always, and it's like, is she always that way? No, no she, I feel no, like she's just the more like it for to- this one night. Yes, because the reality is Topanga is the person who always stands up for what she believes in. Yes. Doesn't doesn't sugarcoat stuff. She's brave and like smart. And it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so for her to be like this, like, let's stay positive, Corey. Like, no, that's and never by the been way, thing. it easily yeah. could have been. And it would have been a one line to add into it. That because of all the pressure of New Year's Eve, she hasn't liked this plan from the beginning. She doesn't, she didn't want to go in a hearse and she didn't want to go on this big party and she didn't want to do any of this. But, you know, I wanted to go with the flow and I I wanted to save this night because all the pressure. But there's none of that. It's just like they just wrote a whole episode that Topanga is a character we never see her. We've never seen her like before and we never see it again. Yeah. You know what's weird? You awful. know what I remembered more than anything in this episode, and I don't know why, Buck up is what you're wearing. Oh, I do too. I, this was a very important outfit. Yeah. I remember that Asian kind of outfit that you're yes. wearing. I don't know why well, that orange Asian and outfit. And that's the one that um, when we talked to Sarah Markowitz, she ha- that's like a, pr- a personal thing, like from her personal collection. Uh, yeah, and okay. she has brought it onto other shows. She used she it likes on to Twin sprinkle Peaks. sprinkle it into mm-hmm. her work. That's okay. Because I and remember I, it. I remember it too. Yeah. I remember it so it's well. Like, why do I remember what it was Danielle very comfortable? Wore. I have a weird thought. Do you guys think this feels like this feels like a pilot or like yeah. a play or something that has nothing to do with any of our established characters? Yeah, you're right. Like it there is really literally does. this whole situation and all of the little bits, almost none of them have anything to do with established characters or established yeah. relationships. Like yeah. there's the Corey Eric dynamic, but it feels that kind of works though. That, I mean, that works, yeah. but that's, that's normal. Eric's about girls, right? Corey's, you right. know, about going out and being with Topanga like that at least was kind of in the zone of what it's the in show the zone, was. but it doesn't Sean running around and kind of being the wacky character kind of in the zone Topanga completely out of character. Uh, Eli, we don't know his character. Tony, completely out of character. Feeny, kind of completely out of character. Yeah, um, yeah there was there was some weirdness. It's happening a complete one off, you know. Yeah. I think it's yeah. yeah. I feel like it was almost its own script or its own story, and then they were like, "How can we like work this into a Boy Meets World?" Like, yeah. imagine you're being st- like somebody had written like a script that was about being stuck on a New Year's yeah. on a subway and all the crazy things that could happen. Like that as a pitch sounds kind of cool. Like this was yep. a, this was a you wish, yeah, and, <laughs> yeah, or something. Right. And, and then they were like, Let's just yeah, make it a Boy Meets World episode. Yeah, okay. no, possible. you're right. So Corey says they're going to make it the best New Year's Eve ever and then turns to Sean and says, if we were dead, because then we'd have a ride. Then Eric walks into the house with supermodel Rebecca Alexa, and he's apologizing to her for the car breaking down. 
So, she was really nice. Uh, all so I remember about sweet. her is that she was really, really nice and very yes. fun to work with, very easy to work with. I remember her almost as much as I remember the outfit I wore. Like, yeah, I just remember her t- and her really liking her, and, yeah, and she was so sweet and so yep. nice. And then I remember my dress. That's basic. Yep, and that this week sweet. was very fun. I don't, yeah. you know, that I, I did the actually fit, enjoy. the bouncing and the, the, the remember yeah. there were like poles in the, in the set. And they were yep. like shake the poles in the set, so it yeah, was like we're on a thing. I just remember the yeah. set being this. on the subway set, but I don't remember anything about the actual filming or like being. I don't remember. No. Do you guys weird. remember me cutting my leg open during the run? No, through? you told no, us. No, this about is that, where you told us yeah. about this, but I don't remember it. And you like were like legit bleeding. I have, right? Yeah, I have a scar. I have a scar on my leg from it, and and I have just like blood down my shin, and I didn't realize. You know, I was the just train like, of fools. Scars. Yes, yeah, exactly. you put your blood, sweat, and tears into this episode. Into this Danielle. episode, buck guys. up, buckers. Exactly. <laughs> Rebecca Alexa says things happen. It's okay. And Eric is shocked. She's not mad calling her a super duper model. Yeah. (laughs) Corey and Sean are starstruck by Rebecca Alexa. They both say hi. And Corey at first introduces Topanga as a girl from school. And then after Topanga nudges him, she says she he says she's my girlfriend and I love her very much. So don't get any ideas. Sean asks if supermodels have powers and if she can read what he's thinking. And she admits yes. And then Sean says Sorry. That's a great bit. That's a great bit. No, it is. It's kid. Can you it read my cute. mind? Yes. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Like, that's a great that's bit. That's cute. Yeah. And then Eric comes over celebrating that he got the last cab in Philly. Corey wants to share the cab, but Eric says he's seeing a big hairy no. Corey then complains he's stranded for the first New Year's he can leave the house for. Rebecca Alexa tells Corey she knows how he feels because her older sister never took her anywhere and she never forgave her. And then, somewhat ensorcelled, Eric lets Corey share the cab with them. Eric tells Corey he better not say anything to him or his date and Corey says he won't do anything stupid. Optical flip! The Matthews living room continued. Eric rushes back in the house asking Corey how we could do something. Second one. Second one. We had the crazy. Now we're stupid. They didn't make it. It made no sense why he sends. They tried to explain why he sends the cab away, but it doesn't make any sense at all. Eric reveals that Corey sent away the last cab in Philly, and Corey said there was just something wrong with the driver. His license on the windshield wasn't even his picture. Eric says, if stupidity was in the Olympics, you'd win a Nobel Prize. I remember that line. That's one that, Yeah, that's that's one that people say to me sometimes. Yes. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. And then Corey thinks the driver was an imposter and going to take them somewhere and cut out their livers, which Sean says this is, is no biggie. I, I've already had mine out. Right. And I'm losing it. You can tell I'm about to lose yeah, it. Yeah, I, yeah. The camera has to cut away from me. Yeah, and you yeah. guys are looking at me because yeah. I am laughing. Yep. Um, <sighs> I, you know, I, I really wish this thing about Corey being this like neurotic mess yeah. who keeps ruining it. Like I wish that was more of the thing, but like right. this is, this is such an extreme example. Like you literally sent away a cab because you didn't, right. yeah. you were scared of the cab driver. It kind of, it comes out of nowhere, but I, and I wish it had been established more throughout this episode, but also right. I like Corey being, you know, and yeah. he will, he'll become much more that guy. It also would have been a funny way of talking about the, previous New Year's Eve when they had been stuck home. If right. every time they tried to do something fun, even Corey, staying home, Corey had ruined it because he, he got scared. A way to by ruin it. Yeah. Yes, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That well, Nobody's driving any of this. There's no <laughs> one character that's driving everything that's happening is the problem. And if he I was more neurotic, it would be, be great. It's supposed to be you, right? It's I mean, supposed to be, but it's not really. Right. I mean, that's the problem is it's like, so it's sometimes it's Corey, sometimes it's Eric, sometimes it's, you know, it's, yeah, it's very odd. That's the problem. 
Yeah. Also, all these things just keep happening to them instead of right. like them being active participants in it. Right. For, that's yeah. the point. Yeah. Right. yeah. And that's the thing. Like, and I understand like a farce is a series of crazy things, but yeah, exactly. it always has to be character based. It has yeah. to come from, you know, and this is the first character based conflict, which is Corey, you know, yeah. does something in a way that yeah. them. Yes. Yeah. And it's, yeah. you know, we're just falls a little in. flat. Yeah. And it falls yeah. a little flat because it's not it really does. doesn't make yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah. Eric apologizes to Rebecca Alexa for the stupidity in this family, and he says he's just a carrier, which I also thought was funny. Me too. Topanga, who was there, says, hey, light bulb. (laughs) She has an idea to have their own party at the house. But Eric cuts her off and tells Corey to make it stop. Eric tells Rebecca Alexa, one way or another, we're going to be seen at that party. She asks, how? What are we going to do? Take the subway? Quick and cut, at this point, she doesn't flip. notice. She doesn't notice at this point that he wants to be seen. I mean, he's literally said, like in the next scene, yeah. she gets all upset because he's clearly just wants to be kissing her in front of people. But he says I, it right here. I know. Yeah. He yeah. says, "How are we going to do it? We're going to be seen, seen at that party." Well, optical flip. We're on the subway. Hey, subway hey, set. God, Eric, this Corey, set. Sean, Topanga, and Rebecca Alexa are all on the subway. Rebecca Alexa says she wasn't serious about the subway, but Eric says it's fun and says, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can. Corey says it's nice to see Eric in a better mood, and Eric says through his teeth, just die, <laughs> which I also thought was funny. Me too. Topanga says there is something so exciting about doing things by the seat of your pants. And then Eric points to a guy on the train and says, yeah, like that guy. And then everyone grimaces. Ooh. This is a moment, writer, where I agree with you. I would have liked to see what that guy see was the doing. Gross, the gross oh, guy. Yeah. That's a moment where I was like, what? What is that guy doing by the seat of his pants? I couldn't really quite picture it. So I wanted to see it. Sean tells Corey he feels like he's being watched and Corey agrees. And then they turn around to see a PSA poster on the subway. And it's of Mr. Feeney that says, I want you to stay in school. What is happening? Now, Mr. Feeney is subway famous? What? And then isn't this a thing in Girl Meets World? This is the pilot yes, of Girl Meets yeah. World had Feeney as a poster. Right. And then the he subway. like winks at Corey at the end of the episode. Right. right? And everyone thought he died. Which is what? Because it, it's so weird. Like, why is Feeney on posters in multiple cities? What, what is happening? Mr. Feeney. I know. I don't know. But yeah, when we did the Girl Meets World pilot, Mr. Feeney is on a poster in the New York subway, a big one. Yeah. And Corey yeah. turns and looks at him and Feeney like comes to life in the poster. And, winks. and I think even says something to him like, proud of you, Feeney. And Corey's, you know, like, I'm proud of you, Corey. And Corey's like, says something back to Feeney or winks back to him. And everyone then thought, Oh my God, are they saying Feeney is dead? Because it must have been a figment of his imagination. Right. Because why are we in hallucinating? what universe <laughs> are we? And why is Feeney really on a poster? It doesn't make any so sense. So here's the what first is, hint of that, that Feeney is, is on a poster. This is the start of his fame. This is the yeah, start of his is, subway, his fame, subway fame. It really yes. is. Okay. Feeney exactly. crazy, man. Feeney crazy. <laughs> So the subway comes to a stop and Sean is rushing to get people off to get to the parties. Topanga says they have plenty of time before midnight. And Corey says Eric will be kissing Rebecca Alexa in front of all of Philly, just like he wanted. Eric pretends he has no idea what Corey is talking about. And an offended Rebecca Alexa asks if Eric thinks of her as just a trophy. Corey tries to hide the truth. but I mean, She says, was on the path yes. to a real relationship yeah. with this Eric guy. Yeah. Right. She thought this you know, was when she got real. This was serious. This high yeah. school kid. She's a supermodel. He's yeah. in high school. It works. It totally works. <laughs> it so, is so easily fixed if she had been 
not a supermodel, but just like an a actor. From, yeah. Or right. like, no, like, like you can make her something that yeah. she is, she is well known for something else, but yeah. she just also happens to be beautiful. Right. And then the fact that he's treating her like she's a supermodel and superficially right. attracted to her is an insult. But instead she's set up as a supermodel why would she ever be insulted that a guy is interested in her because of her looks and her popularity? Like, yeah, I, it, it's so ugh. <laughs> guys. <laughs> I know. I, I agree with you. This, this story might be my favorite recap hang. ever. I just love I watching Ryder. <laughs> I love watching Ryder in this one. It's so fun. You know, Eric? cause like we, I, I know I'm always this guy. Right. And, and I know, <laughs> but like when we do like, like the wrestling episode yeah. in the school, I know that I'm like, it's ridiculous, but it's character based ridiculousness. Right, right. It's like, it's ba- it, it, even though it's Robert Goulet and all this, it is still based in real Corey issues, Joey the rat. Right. You know, like they're all people that we, but this episode makes no, it's like all this extra stuff brought in to then just be extra stuff. And right. it's like, it doesn't. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I also will get to it, but I also love that it doesn't just end also when she gets off the subway. It's like, we still have to believe that that's the absolute motivating factor for Eric. Where is he going to find her? How does he even think there's any chance he's going to hop off the subway and now 12 minutes later, know where she went? It, 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 I it. like how he tries to send a little kid after. I know. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like a little pigeon. That, that Eric, actually was pretty funny. That is that's pretty funny. funny. That really made me laugh. <laughs> Eric <laughs> pretends Timmy, like he has. Timmy, go. <laughs> Eric pretends like he has no idea what Corey is talking about and an offended Rebecca Alexa. Uh, yeah, I already said that part. So um, offended. Yes. Ugh. A mad Rebecca Alexa says she just remembered she has to go home and runs off before the train just before it starts moving again. Eric is yelling for the now moving train to stop. Corey tries to talk him down, saying he can catch up with her and everything will be dandy. But then the lights turn off and people are screaming. The subway has come to a screeching halt. The train conductor tries to explain what is happening, but there is too much static over the PA. Topanga asks what he said, and Eric says, Corey broke the train. And there is a very committed subway, like homeless guy, sitting next to Ryder here doing mm-hmm. some really good work. Yes. We do some, yeah. 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 He's really it, good background actor work. Yep. And then we're on the subway continuing. Eric is pacing the subway saying, we're trapped. This is a nightmare. And that was the end of the scene right there. Yeah. yeah. Corey broke the train. Right. So we tried to connect it to a character. So yeah, we tried to make it Corey. But it's had fault. absolutely nothing to do with Corey. No, nothing this at whole, all. Right. No. And the hearse also had nothing to do with Corey. So it's not even like all of the things it's that led to this. It's just the cab. It's the just only the thing one he did thing. was send away the cab. Right. Right. But then right. he had blabbed, so that's why she And then he and then he, he said what something. Eric said in front of her in the scene true, before. True. He okay. just right. So those are two things. Right. Oh my God. So, and we finally see, this is where we finally see one of our favorite background actors, Justin Armeo, in the pizza hat and the pizza delivery uniform. Yep. Corey tells Topanga that no one is going to bother them if they just act tough. He says out loud, boy, I love New Year's Eve. I'd sure hate to have to kill somebody though, which I <laughs> I do also think is a funny- It was great. I think that's a funny thing for a character like a Corey to have to say to out loud. To I, yeah, right. I love that. The guy next to Corey gives him a dirty look and Corey says, with my flu virus- that's a totally different joke in 2023 than it yeah, was yeah, in right? 1993. Yeah. No kidding. Eric is trying to pull open the subway doors, but gets his finger stuck. The conductor comes back on the PA, but it still isn't functioning. Somewhere in the static, he says something about resulting in death or dismemberment. Corey asks Eric what he said, and Eric explains. He said for Corey to go out and lick the third rail. Topanga tells the guys to buck up, buckers. 
what is going on? <laughs> what is with this? And I this sentence just what made the me, hell? it was like, what, did she just swear? Like, it's such a weird, like, you don't say so buckers, bizarre. you say buckaroos, right? No one says buckers. Bucker, buckers isn't a thing. Anything. No, buckers uh, isn't a thing. That's buckers ever isn't a thing. You buck no. up buckaroo. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I've never heard anybody say any of it. Uh, she says it's probably just an electrical problem. And look on the bright side. The city is saving on electricity. Corey asks, what's wrong with Topanga tonight? And if she swallowed Sandy Duncan. Which, okay, made me laugh because it's so absurd. I was like, what is, is Sandy Duncan like the eternal? Why is Sandy Duncan? Because Sandy Duncan is always like this. She's like the mom on Hogan's. Was it Hogan's fr- Hogan's family. family and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So she was always like Sandy Duncan was always like the happy Okay, so she like was. She, she was like ducky. an eternal optimist. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. So Topanga stands a weird, a weird up to Corey. Reference, though. Yeah. Topanga yeah. stands up to Corey and says she's sick of being the positive raw raw girl all the time and using words like buckers. Then says, I have demons. No so one there. asked you to, Topanga. I know. What a rush. What? Topanga, sit down. What are you doing? <laughs> no one asked you to be when this raw, raw, raw girl. No one likes you being raw, raw girl. In fact, every step of the way, we've asked you not to please be the stop. raw, raw girl. Please. So why you never were before. So it no, doesn't make no any one, sense. The, we are ask, actually saying, can you please be your normal self? What yeah. are you doing, yeah. you weirdo? Take this situation for what it really is, as opposed <laughs> you to yeah. weirdo. So I don't get it. <laughs> and then TJ, Wesley Johnson, walks up to Eric and Corey and guesses they don't spend much time on the subway. Corey responds with, not on subways this nice. Corey asks him what he thinks the problem is, and he says a loose wire, an air blower, and the Sinistin. And the, is that what he says? Sinistin, Sinistin. yep. Okay. I remember Sinistin. that line yeah. specifically. But he doesn't know how long it'll take to get it fixed on a holiday. Sean walks back in after checking out all the subway's cars. He's got scoop. Car yes. five, parochial girls who ditch their nun. Car two, Mrs. Janelli just went into labor. Corey asks Sean what he's eating, and he says it's a crab cake. There are caterers stuck in the next car. Eric smacks the crab cake out of Sean's hand and asks him if they can get the subway fixed soon. Sean says, why would he ask when they've got food, babes, and birth? The cycle of life is complete. Love it. Do I, do think, I do think that's <laughs> cute, that there is <laughs> one character who's like, guys. Let's make the best of it. This is our, it's also great. We have everything. Yeah. But got- also, this is what Topanga was doing. So right. what immediately what would happen is that Topanga would be like, cool, Sean, cool. let's go. Yeah. Instead, but Sean we didn't say buck up buckers. So no, she wasn't happy. Sure. You need to say buck up buckers. <laughs> yeah. Danielle does some dancing in this episode, too. We want to oh, get, yeah. get to that. Oh, yeah. Yikes. With no with no sound. I remember I know, I there being no music playing and you just have to dance <laughs> all the way across the subway. Yep. That's how I get from one place to another. Yep. Oh, Eric says not without his supermodel and he goes to the emergency box, but the captain tells him it's for emergencies only. Eric says it is an emergency because he's missing his date with Rebecca Alexa. And the captain says the jeans girl. And when Eric says, yes, the captain says life's tough. I, I thought, thought he was going to say, say get, get a helmet, a helmet. I did too, which they should have, which they should. But have. He doesn't. Nope. And then he asks his co-captain Ernie about a crab cake. We talk a lot about moms on this podcast and how important they are to us. Absolutely. Without Jen Fischel, what pictures would we post on our social media? But above and beyond all the incredible mom things they did for us, laundry, dinners, let us travel to Los Angeles alone to chase our dreams of acting. Will, what what else was your mom doing? Uh, My mom was also running all three courts in Connecticut while authoring books. Wow. 
Well, whether your mom was a legal trailblazer or just the greatest source of inspiration and care in the world, this Mother's Day, she deserves some flowers. You're right. And that's why I'm sending mine farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And while I'm teaching you things, how about 25% off your entire Books order so you can join us in treating our mothers to a beautiful arrangement? Love it. Here's why I like the Books Company. They are different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. That's really cool. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Your mom is unique, so she deserves flowers just as special. And Books is simple. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code WORLD for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code WORLD. Books promo code WORLD. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh... Every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by the experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. And then back in Turner's apartment, which you definitely did not forget about, Janine no. and Valerie. <laughs> we needed need to know what's going to happen we with got, Janine and Valerie. Get back to those Janine ladies. And Valerie. We've, We've now said their name three times and I still don't remember what it yes. is. Yep. Yep. Janine well, and one's Valerie. the clinger. Okay. Right. And the other one is baggage. with a lot, lot of baggage. Yeah. Okay. Right. So they are both on the couch drinking champagne while talking about how they both went out with Jonathan and the date was the exact same. Jonathan, commiserating with Eli nearby, asks if he's so horrible, why are they both in his apartment? But Eli says- Why, like when they talk about- what happened when their dates with Jonathan? They're so generic. Like this is an of opportunity course. to say, like, here's something specific that Jonathan says or does that is so unique that is such a like bullshit. 
dude thing to say to try. But, but instead, it's like the most generic. Se- because they want Jonathan to be likable. Again, you Ugh. have to keep all your characters likable. Oh, so all so they're bad. saying about him is that he goes out on dates with women to Takes Italian, to Italian restaurant. restaurant. And not then, a specific one. Name it. Like, and then eventually tells you he's not doesn't looking be in for a relationship. commitment. <laughs> That okay. guy. It's like, that, okay. Yeah. But by the way, it does answer the question that he asks. If I'm so bad, why are you here? Well, because honestly, you're not that bad. Yeah. They, they just keep you. trying to get you to want to be in a commitment. Yeah. They want to change you. They want to change that part about you. They really like you, actually. But Eli the, says, please. The, the, uh, it's just, it's so cheap to to make him likable. They have to make every girl that walks into the the apartment incredibly unlikable crazy right. yeah right. there's I mean, something, like, yeah, there's something like, wrong uh, with them yeah has yeah. to be like a, a trio of crazy, crazy women. women each one's yeah. crazier than the yeah, next to yeah, show it gets like progressively crazier it makes too, perfect yeah. sense that he wanted to be alone with his dude now um, the last you know, the last woman showing up crying and they only went out once she definitely seems crazy but are they trying to paint these two as crazy or yes. are they Janine shows up and she's like, I'm going to make you lasagna. Saw You're your lights right. on. I'm inviting like, yes. myself in. Yeah. I'm and fully then the other dressed. girl shows up. She's got bottles of alcohol. And yeah, yeah like, it's it a little so much. It's so clear that they are. I mean, okay. yeah. All right. Well, Jonathan asks Eli if he wants to help him with the plates, but Eli uses his own line back at him saying he's not sure if he's ready for such a big commitment. Jonathan is trying to get rid of the girls, but Eli says they're not going anywhere. So they might as well sit back and enjoy it. Eli says there's something so nice about being around women, but Jonathan says the reason why they planned this night is so they didn't have to be around women. Eli says, I lied. So there, we got our conflict there. He wants to be around women. He does not. There you go. And then we're back on the subway. Eric is talking to a little boy named Timmy. He tells the kid he will lower him down on the tracks and then he's going to run like the wind to go find Rebecca Alexa and give her a note. Timmy's mom walks over disgusted and grabs her son. Sean runs in to say Mrs. Janelli is about to give birth and asks if anyone knows about deliveries. Sean sees the pizza hat delivery guy and recruits him to come help. Oh, I'm just going back. I do love the Timmy... It's, it's very great. Fair. It's great. The problem with the moment is that the kid doesn't have a line. Right. Because like, this is yeah. such a clear moment yeah. when you just, you pay the extra money yep. to give that kid the funniest line ever yep. in response to Eric. Like, you know, I don't know what, give me a good line, Will. Like, you know, get away um, from me, strange man. Or, you know, something yeah. like. The, the jeans girl, she's way out of your league. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's funny. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, you just need, because you can tell the kid is told not to say anything. Right. And it's just a bummer. You're like, oh, come on, give the kid a line. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't a Jacob Michael Jacobs kid, right? I couldn't tell. That wasn't, that wasn't a- I couldn't tell either. I don't think so. I don't think it was. Okay. Topanga tells Corey he should talk to Eric, who looks really upset. Corey approaches, but Eric quickly cuts him off to say Corey is the reason for all of this. Is he? He tells him (laughs) about all of his goofs and then says, that's foiling my divine plan. And guys, I say, you foiled my divine plan. All the time. And I've never known where I got it. Really? Really? You say that? I say it all the time. And somewhere Um, in the back of my mind, I knew it was from some... Something, yeah. Some TV movie thing that I had heard before. But I, I have said innumerable times oh you foiled my divine plan like i have i have said that so oh, many that's times so funny. i always say the phrase a respite from the fray which oh. is something feeney said i think in first season i'm not okay. sure what but like yeah it's in my head dude it's so funny there's certain i say phrases. buck up buckers all the time 
like constantly. My wife's like, "Will you stop with Will that?" I'm like, "Come on!" Oh, it's the best line from Boy Meets World <laughs> ever. Oh my god! Oh, that's so funny. So yeah, foiling my divine plan. Eric says all he wanted was a big party with a lot of people having a good time. Corey asks Eric if he thinks this is how he wanted to spend his night, adding, "Only idiots would have a good time on a subway." And right on cue. Oh, hey, that's three. Number three. Ding, ding, ding. Sean walks back into the car. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I'm a good time. The New Year's <laughs> Eve hat on. Uh, he says he's having a great time and the pizza delivery guy will have the baby delivered in 30 minutes. This gives him enough time to check on the parochial girls. He told them his uncle was the Pope. And like that, he leaves the subway car again. Ryder and Sean, they actually look, you guys look like you're having a good time. You're not, obviously. Miserable. But I like that one of the characters is yes. actually thoroughly enjoying Making this. the best of it and just going to throw a party. There's a, I can yeah. throw, that's like, you all, everyone has a friend like that that can just throw a party yeah. wherever you are. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. That's what everyone says about me. Yeah. I've yeah. noticed just, that too. You just, are just fun. A, I am a party. You just take me anywhere and I can turn it into a lively party. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Being yeah. in an airport with you is like being in, oh, in Rio. It's so amazing. Exactly. It's unbelievable. Woo. D-fish fun. D-fishy D fun is what everybody calls it. Okay. <laughs> Corey says he's going to make the best of the night and Eric can sulk and feel sorry for himself if he wants. Eric says he will use all his brain power to will this train to move. When it doesn't work, he says, ah, fooey, I need a bigger brain. And then he walks off to find Timmy, the yeah. little kid. Your little like martial arts hand. Yeah. So funny. I know. Makes me and laugh. And it's so Will because, you know, that's not in the script. Nope, you know, the script just says the strains. Right. And they were probably yep. imagining like this or something more predictable. But you do this. like oh, so, so good. good. It's like Tai Chi. Yeah. Very funny. And then we're back in Turner's apartment. Eli is on the couch with his arms around Janine and Valerie, agreeing with them that he loves Thelma and Louise. The ladies think Eli is perfect. Because it's a movie to- for women. Right. Get it? <laughs> that's the joke. There are women in it. Women and who are the women stars. stars. Yeah, <laughs> Turner doesn't like who it, but Eli does. <laughs> Jonathan starts to walk out, and he says he's heading to the roof. Eli tells him, remember, tuck and roll. Jonathan tells Eli he made a New Year's resolution. I hate your guts. He opens the door to walk out, and he sees Lynn, another ex you should remember from the opening, now standing behind his door crying. She says she needs closure with their relationship. Jonathan is confused about their relationship because they only went out once. And she responds with, why are you being so hostile? Women are insane. Am I right? Women are so nuts. (laughs) Let's put on Thelma and Louise, ladies. (laughs) Lynn says she just needs to be with someone who will listen to her. Then Jonathan pushes her in the house to be with Eli and the other girls. And he takes off. Another, Another script, by the way. I think we talked about this before. Written by women. I know. Women well, seem crazy in the scripts that are written by women, which is kind of strange. On the subway, Corey, Topanga, and all the people on the subway are dancing and having a pretty cool party. Corey Topanga says that people- dancing. Now, oh, I yeah. just want, like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. But okay. I do think we should, we could have done a deep dive like Topanga's bedroom with every one of the extras in this oh, yeah. dance sequence. There are There is a very old woman yes. dancing. Ooh. Yes. But right. I kept waiting for her to be a, a character that Feature. gets reference. Or, but this is, I mean, this is a small, very frail, old, elderly woman. Who yes. I was, you saw her, right? Well, I did, of course. Of there course. Is, there is, there are, and then of course, I was like, why is there a woman in a French maid outfit? Turns out 
So she right. gets charisma assaulted carpenter. later. Yeah. Right. So what? There's two. Yeah, okay. And then there, yeah, I, there was just, there's so much going on. It's like a costume party, New Year's right. Eve party. Right. Halloween. It suddenly costume. is like Halloween or a 20 year anniversary in the yeah. future of what ki- the kids are going to be. Like, Could be that. <laughs> right. What Maybe this happening? whole thing never happened and it's a dream. Oh, Ooh. God. Oh, is, yeah. No, it happened. Well, we Corey says if people want a quiet place to chat, there's plenty of room by the sad guy. And Corey points to Eric. We are all dancing to music that we could not hear in the it's, right. filming and it's of it. Only very light, even in the in well, the yes, track. And that's yeah, because they obviously want to hear everybody talking. So sure. there's low music playing. But when we Where filmed it, are we it, getting music from? Is there a boombox to be found? Yes, the old lady has the one. speakers that the guy was talking <laughs> over. He, they're playing music now, I guess. TJ Jimmy's praises. A DJ. Yeah, TJ praises Corey for putting together the underground party, and there's a joke. Guys, what twice. is that weird word? How never, does nobody how would you ever know party? What party is? It's been around since like the '70s, hasn't it? Uh, yeah, uh, it makes no sense. That was it, weird. Also, it's a joke used twice, twice. back to back. Oh yeah, we got to hit it harder. I mean, they probably could have cut that and left that what? on the cutting room floor. Yeah. But Topanga kisses Corey before midnight. Because they're passing out garlic balls and she wants to get a fresh kiss in. Mm. Eric comes Second over to time ask, that she's made references to like, like, like in that last episode where she's like, I'm all Jeremy. I don't want to. And then like, I'm like I, know. I don't want to think about garlic breath and germs before watching you guys kiss. No. Also, I, I you're in a relationship with somebody you are in love with. Do you really like, well, once you eat that garlic ball, we're just I'm not gonna kissing's kiss you over. Again. Yeah, kissing's yeah. over for the night. So it's garlic. Obviously, and you're like, both eating them. I know. <laughs> you know, just, what's the problem? But As an ex-smoker, you just deal with it. Do you guys, so one of the things that I remember that I took with me that are like just burned into my head that Michael Jacobs had a thing about was when we all moved into the college dorms, there would be times where it was like Topanga was supposed to come out from her room or the bathroom and it'd be early in the morning and there'd be conversation about like, what are you doing up so early? And I walked out once and yawned and he was like, no, stop, do not yawn. We all assume you haven't brushed your teeth yet and it just makes everybody think of bad morning breath. <laughs> really? When he, when he was like, never yawn on camera. It just <laughs> makes people think of bad breath. God, he had some weird ones. <laughs> what? So it stuck with me. I've never Don't walk yawned. on a laugh. K words are funny. Never yawn. Yeah, don't play angry. On never yawn. I assumed so, you were going to say something. It was like as you were coming out of the bathroom in the morning, it was like you were taking your morning deuce. I assume that's what he was going to be talking about. No, it was like, don't yawn on camera. It makes everyone think of bad breath. So Michael must have also had a thing about kissing and breath and garlic. I don't know. So anyway. Very strange. We talk a lot about moms on this podcast and how important they are to us. Absolutely. Without Jen Fischel, what pictures would we post on our social media? But above and beyond all the incredible mom things they did for us, laundry, dinners, let us travel to Los Angeles alone to chase our dreams of acting. Will, what what else was your mom doing? Uh, My mom was also running all three courts in Connecticut while authoring books. Wow. Well, whether your mom was a legal trailblazer or just the greatest source of inspiration and care in the world, this Mother's Day, she deserves some flowers. You are right. And that's why I'm sending mine farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And while I'm teaching you things, how about 25% off your entire books order so you can join us in treating our mothers to a beautiful arrangement? Love it. 
Here's why I like the Books Company. They are different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. That's really cool. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Your mom is unique, so she deserves flowers just as special. And Books is simple. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code WORLD for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code WORLD. Books promo code WORLD. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh... Every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by the experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. Eric comes over to ask for a garlic ball, knowing it will ruin his breath. He says he's over Rebecca Alexa because he dumped her. He says he can do better than her. And then he admits he doesn't even believe himself. Corey tells Eric, everyone always makes a big deal out of New Year's, but it never turns out the way you plan. They reminisce on New Year's past where they had fun as little kids. The year they popped popcorn in the radiator and let the babysitter curl his hair. And then there's a very cute line read from Ben where he earnestly says, when is that going away? Mm-hmm. Which I thought was very cute. little. I line. like the brother stuff. I'm, yeah. I'm all, I always like the little soft scenes between Ben and I. They didn't happen I often, but I liked them when they did. Yeah, I know. I liked it. Fun. And I think they also had an opportunity where there could have been, like I said, when they mentioned it at the beginning, it could have been, well, Corey was always ruining those, you know, right. like, especially yes. if this is like, it would have been yep. great. It would have been great. I mean, actually something that, that hasn't happened in a while is like Eric trying to get away from Corey for New Year's. Right. Like if, if the situation had been that Eric had to take Corey on yes. New Year's with him and he didn't want to. It's like know, a whatever. season one story. Yeah, but as adults, it would have been at least yeah. character-based conflict yeah. so that and, as everything unhappened, it would be like, oh, this is yet again a situation where Corey's ruining my New Year's. Right. And instead, it's just, you just, you're just yeah. angry with him. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't and know, then how cute weird... it would have been for them to still have, even after he's now ruined this adult, his first adult New Year's with you, to still reminisce about, it wasn't all bad. Here are some right. of the fun things. You know, it could right. have been, it could have been a little bit more meaningful, but it was. This, it, made this is a cute miss little moment. Morgan a little bit too. Like there's just no reference to yeah. it. Right. This, to a sister. Yeah. Where is she? Who's watching Morgan tonight? 
Yeah. Let's, let's do a let's do a retroactive episode of what happens to Morgan. Her parents yeah. are out. Parents Her are older gone. Brothers Feeny's leave. gone. Feeny's gone. What is yeah. Morgan doing? She's at mm. a friend's house, maybe. That's what they're sure. Yeah. I just Eric can't believe says, we didn't have one throwaway line. I know. I know, nothing. Eric says all the lousy New Year's were actually all pretty good, just like tonight. He thanks Corey. TJ counts down to the New Year. Five, four, three, two, one. And right after it strikes midnight, Sean walks in saying, good news, everyone. Twins. Topanga asks if Mrs. Janelli had twins, and Sean says, no, no but I do. And then he introduces <sighs> Linda and her sister, more, more Linda. Linda. That's a great <laughs> line i remember that line from the show itself like i remember you filming that so line funny. and i was laughing at that yeah. linda, linda, linda and more linda oh i think I it's a great think line it's that oh like, i think I it's don't. great linda and uh, more linda that's great eric wishes Corey a happy new year then Corey goes over to kiss topanga again a caterer played by charisma carpenter then comes up to eric and asks quiche and he says, don't mind if I do, and kisses her. Because he kiss, thinks, kiss, kiss sounds like kiss, kiss guys. It's, that's it? the funny part. Can we, that's where can the we funny all is. Uh, admit that, okay, so as actors, we obviously talked about it and planned out how we were going to kiss and do all that stuff. But don't yep. grab and kiss people. That's very bad. <laughs> yeah. But he does. But if they I, offer you I do kiss. think he thought that she wanted to kiss him. Right? I don't think he did. No. no? He just took advantage of the... Joke. He makes too. the joke. Yeah. Don't mind I, don't if I, think, do. I don't think he thinks she said kiss. I think he just well, grabbed her. Well, she's into the... it. She throws the thing right. and she she ends up. Well, she's ensorcelled. Well, that's yeah. true, obviously. She's ensorcelled. Ensorcelled she's right. the she, she can't consent. She's ensorcelled. Yeah. yeah. So All let's right. not let's not do that, people. We okay. won't harp on it. Just don't do it. Don't do it. And then we're in the Matthews living room, a very tan Feeney, who is also dressed like the man who built Jurassic Park, is yes. back from the <laughs> Yes, it does. It looked like he should also be covered in, in you know, Dilophosaurus well, yeah. spit. To Jurassic Park. Exactly. We spared no expense. Yeah. <laughs> he runs into the John Matthews Hammond house. is that character's name, by the way. Okay, yes, by the way. John yes. Hammond. Just so you know. Played by the great Richard Attenborough. Yes. He runs into the Matthews house again and asks Alan and Amy for money for his cab. All he has is Bahamian cash and airline peanuts. <laughs> Alan Back says when they he had only, peanuts. I know. Alan says he only has a dollar and Feeney tells him to dig deeper, man. Alan asks why he doesn't have the driver take him to a bank machine. And Feeney says he doesn't want to spend another minute with the driver because he looks nothing like his picture. So we get a call back to... Corey, a bad joke. Corey, a call panic. back to a bad joke. It's call back to a bad joke, but I, I this take me, took me back in my mind to the Danger Boy episode where there's a little bit of like Corey Feeney similarity, that's like this sort of I was like gonna say that's like old anxious man energy. Yeah, yes. and I like yeah. that. I think that that's so cute, and I wish that they had sort of recognized. Like if Corey had said, "That's what I said in this scene." Exactly. Like, if there was a sense of like Mr. Feeney gets me, and like right. that, that was a payoff of some sort of Correct. you know thing that had been established. But instead, it's just yeah, it's, a it's like the characters don't notice it, just that it's there for the audience. But it'd be right. funnier if the characters noticed it. I think it's so cute when Corey and Feeney because they don't want to be like each other, right. but if they, but they are, are like each other, exactly. That's great. I yeah. know. I love it. I love that too. So then the cab driver honks outside and Feeney, you know, the Feeney from the subway ads, he yells, I'll be right there, Vajnish. Corey and Sean come downstairs and ask Feeney how his trip was. Then Amy suggests maybe they can help him with some money. A devilish Sean says, oh, a little short again, George. Feeney says he would rather risk his liver and he walks back out the door. 
and silence. It was a oh, fun man. episode to shoot. It was. It was a really it was fun a really episode. fun episode to shoot. I think it's a very. I you know I think like like a lot of television, but especially a lot of Boy Meets World. Um, it, it's people remember the strange ones. Do you right. know what I mean? Like, yeah. And then yeah, yeah. Like, there's so sure. many one-off jokes in this episode that yep. people have very fond memories of this episode, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, because they're like, well, that was the one with the twins or the one with the right. thing. Or, you know, there's like, a no, there's like a million little side bits crammed into one. Yes. But for me, and like as a story. Yes. No. Like, and I, mean, I and like for farcical stuff. a lot of stuff. people, that is all they care about. For exactly, when, if you, it's if jokes you're because ju- you're, jokes. you're stuck watching television. You're, it's like right. you know, and you already like Boy Meets World, yep. so you're willing to. So either you're binge watching a show, and you're this is just one that's flying yep. by. You don't take it seriously, and you just love it. So yep. totally, but totally for me, it's that. like it throws a lot of character it, out the but window. But I didn't hate it either. I thought it was right. just. I thought it was a fun, ridiculous. And again, it's also just wrapped up in because we had so much fun filming it. And I remember yes. bouncing with you guys. Like we would joke around. Is even uh-huh. they'd yell cut. We'd still be doing this, and we'd pretend to go like opposite directions when the train stopped. I mean, it was like just. Well, maybe fun. we should explain that for a little bit because yeah, I had to idea. direct. I had to direct the episodes on Girl Meets World, the final episode of Girl Meets World, that all took place on a subway, and it was yep. really difficult. Yeah, um, because you have to. Yeah, we, we they, they do what's called a poor man's process, which is where they have to shake. It's whenever you're shooting a car or a vehicle yep. and you have to pretend that it's moving. It's like resting on very heavy sticks. And then there right. are men grabbing each of those sticks to make the subway look like it's moving. Yep. Right. And then you also have to create a light effect to yeah. create this sense Passing of motion. By. So you have to have people walking lights behind the windows to make them, you know, they'll make the it look yeah. like things are passing. Uh, it's a. Very time intensive, and it has to be like yeah. planned out with like doors opening and platforms, and it's yeah. like a whole nightmare of shooting. And I'm I remember it being very difficult. Yeah. Oh, I was uh, this was one of the episodes where Jeff McCracken I think was getting a little uh, you know uh, uh, a little snippy with us because we were screwing around, and it's yeah. like it's one thing to screw around when you're sitting in the classroom scene or you're in the hallway scene. It's another mm-hmm. when you're on this giant set that they just built. Yep, that's with like moving tons of extras. Yeah, Huge. it was yeah. Uh, yeah. this. This took for it took a long time to shoot, but that's why I remember it so much is right. because it, it was yeah. fun. Yeah. 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 And it is fun in my memory. I mean, I was actually surprised when I watched it that I was like, huh, I'm surprised I feel so fondly about this episode internally that now watching it, I'm like, hmm, mm. wasn't it wasn't a great output, but I had so much fun doing it. Uh, but yeah, I don't think I don't think it was. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm feeling a little more like Will and hearing Ryder talk about it, how that is the way people who watch the show feel about it. They remember the one liners. They remember the the overall feeling Boy Meets World gives them and Mm -hmm. that this episode has a lot of the fun, maybe some of their favorite lines in it. So they go, I love that episode. Exactly. But then- they hear us watch. <laughs> watch the episode and kind of break it down. And then they just want to go, well, well shut up. I like it shut anyway. Up. Don't take right. it so seriously. Don't right. take it so seriously. Exactly. I, I want to enjoy it anyway. And you know what? Right. You should. Don't you should. Go ahead. Us, don't listen to me. Don't, don't listen, listen to me. Don't let us and our logical story brains ruin it for you. If you love it, love it. I love it. I probably it, you didn't it. like it back then. I mean, that's how much yeah. of a Debbie Downer I am. I was the <laughs> one going, true. this is kind of dumb. That's I don't true. Know. Ryder was probably miserable. I was always miserable. I was really missing my my white rose girlfriend yeah, at this exactly. time. Exactly. Really yeah. hard. Hated being on set. No was, subway yeah. scene was going to take that back from me. Mm-hmm. That pain nope. you were feeling. You were missing your Rebecca Alexa. Yeah. I was. Yeah. 
<laughs> Thank you all for joining us for this episode of Pod Meets World. Our next episode recap will be season three, episode 11, City Slackers, originally aired January 5th, 1996. I can't believe we're already into the 96s of Man. recaps, guys. Isn't that crazy? Yep. As always, you can follow us on Instagram, Pod Meets World Show. You can send us your emails, podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com. And we have merch. Buck up, merchers! Podmeetsworldshow.com. Writer, send us out. We love you all. Pod dismissed. Pod Meets World is an iHeart podcast produced and hosted by Danielle Fischel, Will Friedle, and Ryder Strong. Executive producers, Jensen Karp and Amy Sugarman. Executive in charge of production, Danielle Romo. Producer and editor, Tara Sudbach. Producer, Jackie Rodriguez. Engineer and Boy Meets World superfan, Easton Allen. Our theme song is by Kyle Morton of Typhoon. You can follow us on Instagram at Pod Meets World Show or send us an email at podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves, and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So, make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. When I'm on my way to drop off the kids at school and I'm on about five hours of sleep and I haven't had my coffee yet, I'm truly one of a kind. Yeah, this sounds like the beginning of a horror movie. It is. But there is one thing I can do immediately to bring some comfort and calm to the situation and keep me moving forward. Eat Keebler Sandies. I like to think that if the good-looking guy was still around, sitting on the couch, comforting himself about not getting into college, he'd ditch the Cocoa Puffs and down some Keebler Sandies instead. Mixed with chocolate syrup? Ooh, why not? When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat to keep you going. Each Keebler Sandies shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by the Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. The next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for Keebler's Sandy's Shortbread Cookies to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.